Reed Wilkins joining me in studio for this one uh, because the Edmonton Elks with a media get-together today to kind of tell us what's going on. And you know who's joining us on the show right now is Elks interim CEO and President Rick Lalisher. Hello, Rick. Hey, Brendan. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Hey, tell everybody exactly what happened today. Well, we announced that the, the board of directors have appointed a five-person uh, committee to uh, take a look at, at what our alternatives are for future ownership of the Elks. I think it's it's no secret that we've gone through a lot of money in, in uh, the last few years. And so when I came in and we had a look at it, and, uh, we talked with the board, and, but we got to get out in front of this now. We can't wait until, you know, nothing's left. So um, there's no rush for it, but we're doing it now, and, and we don't have a time frame on it, but this this five-person committee, and I'll work with them. I'll be looking at what our alternatives are uh, for ownership and uh, who's interested in taking the team uh, forward to make sure that we have another 75 years in Edmonton of CFL football. I know it's crazy, 75 years. Hey, have people been approaching you already before this committee was set up, to, and that's when you realize you got to get a group together? Yeah, I've had uh, calls and conversations with uh, four different individuals and groups uh, that had just picked up, I guess, on the streets or the hearsay. Yeah. And they contacted me. So I had a cup of coffee with each of them and, and uh, told them that, you know, we'd be looking at it. And But I've had no in-depth discussions or certainly no negotiations with anybody. But we'll get that started now. And, and I've had a couple more today actually reach out to me. Uh, so there's a lot of interest in it. And there's a lot of interest in the Elks and Edmonton. Hey, Rick, uh, Reed here, twice in one day. Thanks for letting me bug you. Uh, okay. Yeah, you, you, you talked about Commonwealth Stadium today, and it, you know, it is getting to be a somewhat older stadium. Is it, is it real? But, I mean, but it also has been kept up and has still hosted big events and soccer and concerts and all that kind of stuff. Like, are, are, is it realistic to keep working on it, or are you at the point where you're kind of urging the city and the potential new owner down the road that they're going to have to construct a CFL-specific stadium that's smaller. Well, it could, yeah, it could be both, Reed. I think, um, <clears throat> pardon me, clearly the 60,000-seat stadiums in the CFL are needed. Um, and it's not just the seats. It's the sort of the new brand of, of attendees to football games. It's a place to be. So we need not only suites, so we need loges and and different areas like that and a party deck for the younger crowd because, you know, a lot of the younger crowd look at the ticket prices, uh, the price of a cover charge and get in here and it's a place to be on a Friday night or Saturday evening. So um, Commonwealth, as you said, has, has done very well over the years, but <clears throat> pardon me, it's, it's moving into pretty near 50 years old. And we don't have some of those luxuries. So could it be renovated? I'm, I'm not sure to what extent. And uh, But I think we should look at it. And if, if it costs an extreme amount of money to renovate, then maybe we should be looking at building a new stadium. Rick, through your time with the British Columbia Lions, you had to find a new owner there. Is the process similar? Or is it very much different here in Edmonton as opposed to Vancouver? It'll be similar. I think in, in that case, I was dealing, as you, as you know, Bryn, with the uh, executor of David Burley's estate. Yeah. 
And uh, but it was really the same process. We we put out information and a request for interest, and uh, we had a number of uh, groups and individuals come back, and I sort of vetted them to start with, and and then we. Uh, uh, between myself and the executor, we, we met with a few. Um, always knowing that Amar was really one of the ones that are at the top of the list because you know he had the financial resources, but he also had the passion for the Lions and for the CFL. And that's going to be important in this case as well. Uh, Rick, I can't remember whether it was you or, or Tom Richards who mentioned a certain individual's name today, and it was the only kind of time the actual football product was brought into it and that was quarterback Trey Ford who did give a boost I think to the excitement and hopes around the franchise um, like how and I, I, I know you're not in charge so directly of the marketing but you are the president of the team like what what kind of a boost did Trey give and are we going to see his presence in the off season? in some way to get fans excited for 2024. Yeah, for sure. I think when Trey came in uh, and uh, Jarius Jackson came in as the offensive coordinator, his play calling was a little different. And Trey's such an exciting player. And with uh, how fast he is, he, he made some incredible plays. And and then we won some games. And that always helps in sports. <laughs> There's no question. So. Uh, we'll be using Trey and we'll be using some others. We're, we're going to continue getting out to the community and being very active in the community and, and uh, on the marketing side. But we're, uh, I'm also pushing our team here to say think outside the box on game day experience and uh, let's get the people in here and, and particular families and let them have some fun. Uh, winning, of course, helps, but oh, yeah. nothing like an exciting uh, you know, back and forth like we saw on Sunday Grey Cup games. So there's nothing wrong with a, a game like that because it makes for a great time for the fans. Rick, as somebody who grew up at uh, Clark Stadium in the Knothole Gang and watched the, you know, watched some pretty lean years there for a little bit in the early 70s, and then things kind of turned around, and we, we know what a monster of a franchise it turned into, the flagship of the entire Canadian Football League. But one of the things that people here kind of really loved was the fact that it was community-owned. However, recently, I just, you know, when I talk to people, they say, it's not the biggest issue for us anymore. It's being competitive. It's going and having fun. Are you starting to sense that since you've returned from Vancouver? Yeah, I am, Brent. I think you hear it a fair amount. And, you know, if you even look back, uh, BC Lions, Calgary Stampeders, Hamilton Tiger Cats, those were all community-owned teams at one time. And, and now they're privately owned. And I, I was the closest, of course, to the Lions with Lamar coming in. And uh, he'd done a great job, and he just had so much passion and commitment to the, the Lions and the CFL. And hopefully, the, you know, if it's an individual owner like that or a group, that's what we'll replicate here. Before we let you go, can you confirm or deny that Brian Hall is one of the potential new owners? Jeez. Oh, well, he probably has the checkbook. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Rick, thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll be checking in with you. And uh, I know this is a, you know, the month of December is a crazy month in the CFL. So thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Talk to you okay, later. There you go. Rick Lalisher joining us, the uh, interim CEO and president 
of the Edmonton Elks. Yeah. So I don't, it's not a big deal to me. I, I, no, if it's a I, private I owner, is, I can live with that. This it, has been coming. And yeah. I mean, community ownership, there's kind of, I think it's around 100 people, right, who have a share and don't really, yeah. all the money goes back into the team. It's not like you get a portion of the team just by being born in Edmonton. Not so for profit. It's Yeah, so it'll just... I mean, maybe maybe that's what we need. You know, a person or a small group of people who say, look, we call the shots, okay? Like, yes, we care, but we call the shots. It's our gain or loss at, at the end of the day. And maybe it provides a little more... And I'm not, this is not a knock at anybody who's been in leadership roles, but it's a yeah. little more focused leadership. 